I'm Upoop. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jared of Flashbulb, and you're listening to the Melting Podcast. You're listening to the Melting Podcast, a writing variety show featuring a little of everything from everyone, everywhere. Hello there, lexiconosaurs and word chefs. I am Erin Kazmark, your host for this special mid-month episode, episode 20 of the Melting Podcast. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, too. Good to see you. All right. So, you know, AF would be here with me, but, um, yeah, we currently have a situation where AF is drowning in a sea of fan mail. It's pretty epic. I'm not helping. We got a lot of those. You guys rock. <laughs> Seriously, you guys rock. All right, so I've got a couple of things for you today. First off, a little seasoning, an interview with John Walker, the author of the Statford Chronicles. Now, just to clarify real quick here, this was not one of our standard Balticon interviews. Yes, this was at Balticon 49. Most of the other interviews we we've shown you so far that we've shared with you, we had a little bit of a format. We had some questions that we had chosen, standard things we were asking people. Yeah, when we interviewed John, we were sitting in his hotel room shooting the breeze. This is the first interview that we did as a podcast crew, and uh, I, I think it shows a little bit. It's, it's much more relaxed, much more laid back. We did a lot more goofing off. Um, John is very easy to talk to, very easy to goof off with. I think that you will feel like you are sitting right there in the room with us at Balticon when you listen to this. So enjoy. We're here with John Walker, the author of the Statford Chronicles, the fifth book, sixth book. Sixth book. The sixth book has just been re- just been released tomorrow. About two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I don't have it yet, John. Why is that? Because I haven't seen your silly ass. <laughs> I mean, quite, what do you want? <laughs> it is quite silly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have an intro. <laughs> so, Stafford Chronicles, you are wandering into all manner of myth- myth- mythos with the... Fuck you. You're... Let's try that again. Round one, fight! (laughs) Clicky, clicky. Yeah, where's my clicker? I need my clicker. Okay, so in the Stafford Chronicles, you're wandering through all manner of mythos, from the Greek and Romans, uh, you've gotten into some uh, Japanese, Chinese, Asian... Very different. Very different stuff. Yeah, you're all over the place. So I'm wondering, what has been the most difficult thing that you've had to research for the Stafford Chronicles? That that is a very good question. (laughs) Uh, believe it or not, the god the the mythos is easy because there's just so much out there, uh, just available. What's the most has been difficult is making sure that I'm doing is locations. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of these are where I live, right? Because you know you write what you know, and I know where I live. So hey, rock well, on. That's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I but, don't know where I live anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but when you but you want to branch out, especially when you're dealing with, I mean, in Hampton, the Hampton Roads area is not the most. It's it's very homogenous. There's not a lot of variety there. There's city, and then it goes into the rest of Virginia. <laughs> um, 
No, it's not like you know New York or Chicago where you can have like fifteen different little enclaves of uh, society in like one block. Yeah, <laughs> so mm-hmm. yep. um, so researching new new locations, especially with uh, with book four, um, New Orleans, right? Which if you haven't gone, have you guys have gone, right? No, go. Now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm busy. It's both gone. I'm not leaving. Not now. Well, you so, said now. <laughs> well, go when you can, woman. But, on my bucket list. But Man. In all, but, in all, <laughs> but in all seriousness, when you, with as far as like location, you want to get it right because you know there, there's always going to be those people who say, "Oh, you put this place over here when it's like two blocks that way," and it's like, "Well, the story says it's right here. Deal with it." But you don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, well, you like readers. Yeah. Or why you write. But you but but you want to be as factual as possible. And I spent more time researching researching locations than I did than I did the mythos. Yeah, Google Maps. Yeah. There you go. I'll <laughs> do it. There you go. Yeah, because I I would have guessed that well, obviously you have been there, mm. but just right from the reading, I would have guessed anyway. So yay for being correct. <laughs> but it's been ten years since I've been there, mm-hmm. so. so definitely it's changed. A little bit different. I mean, with the internet and all. Hooray, internet! <laughs> Huzzah! So, but yeah, that that's really one of one of the bigger things. Cool. Okay, I, this this one did. I am curious about this. I mean, obviously there was some influence from the Dresden Files. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but I'm, I'm wondering, I mean... Please don't sue me, Jim. Nah, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm, saying, you. I'm saying that there was influence. That's not, there is a lot this, of this influence. Isn't, because it's, it's a fantastic it's like, series. It's well, and it's like a lot of what we have done, one of the series we're working on, is very influenced by Game of Thrones, that type of... Yeah. All Poetry, that. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah it's, you, you kind of have... Because nothing that, is original under the exactly, sun. Exactly, exactly. So, I think what I was wondering is, with that influence from the Dresden Files, because when I f- was first reading um, the first one, uh, Sincerest Form of Flattery, I was, for some reason, figure out why, I was expecting it to be very Dresdenish, and it struck me so weird that Tom Stafford has a family. <laughs> He's got family. He doesn't have magic. <laughs> and that was such a blow to me, because I am familiar with the Dresden Files, so I'm wondering what other influences did you have for Tom Stafford, and... Did he, was he starting to be forming your mind before you ever read Dresden Files? Tom Stafford was kind of a just a ghost in my head. He's been for like the past almost twenty five years. Wow. He's always been there. He's been kind of like this amorphous blob in my <laughs> head. You know, just like he he had a name. I just didn't know what he did, and. Um, and finally, you know, I read I read Dresden Files, of course, uh, but also and I also devoured uh, Raymond Chandler. I, you know, you want to read like you know, you know, Marlowe and you know, just Mike Hammer. You, you know, Mickey Splain, Two Fisted. Yes, I'm going to beat the hell out of you just because I don't like your face. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you don't have a face, huh? Oh. <laughs> But it turned into, it really turned into, I, I mean, yes, I mean, I had an idea of who he was, but I didn't know what he was. Mm-hmm. And, 
and and that was the problem. That was actually the. And I, I have to disagree with you. Dresden has a family. It's just not a blood family. Right. It's yes. like it's kind of like I mean he's kind of like Batman. Yes. And Batman, no, you know, is very important in the Chronicles as well, just because the whole be prepared, be ready, all that good stuff. Um, so I, I guess, I mean, yeah, Tom has a family. He doesn't have, he doesn't have magic. I mean, he has, a, he has abilities like, you know, I mean, yeah, he's a crack shot. He's, he takes a licking and likes it, you know. <laughs> what kind of licking? Oh, there, go on. <laughs> but, um, but it's a, it's really a case of, you know, there is a family there. Mm-hmm. For him, and it's his support system, and you know, no spoiler. Well, screw it, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> five does include taking, stripping that away from it, mm-hmm. because as he, as a character, I mean, he's yeah, he's able to depend on his family all the time. What happens when that's pulled away from him? And that's the and what are you? What is left? And that's kind of the important the important thing about building up a character because it's not the Stafford and friends and family chronicles. It's the Stafford chronicles. It's about this guy who gets the shit kicked out of him on a regular regular basis because it amuses me. <laughs> You sick man. I am a sick it's man. It's wonderful. <laughs> I know. God, wait till you read. Oh, wait till you read the Tangled Web. Oh, uh, I'm ready. Okay. I'll, On a scale from you? one to SpongeBob, how ready are you? I'm ready. I'm ready. So he's ready. Very ready. <laughs> well, because you did let me read that first chapter. I certainly did. Which I was clamoring for more the second I was done with the first sentence. Loudly. And there were there were and there were some actual changes to the chapters. Oh, yeah, that's exciting! So, I'm I'm so very ready to read that. Well, no problem. But, right, so, so my kind of questions are probably going to be more about the writing process and characterization. Okay. So I have to ask inspiration Please. for the titles. Cliches, obviously. Uh, well, obviously, yes. And not and I don't go very far for it. Mm-hmm. I I have an idea of each one of how each one's going to go and each. Each cliche has something to do with the story itself. So that, that was going to be the next tweeted. Aha! See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> great minds. <laughs> great ah. minds. Ah. The, the one that really gets me is the second book. In the details. In the details. Mm-hmm. Because who's there? The, the devil. devil. I love got a lot of him, by the shit way. over that. I want you to know that. Really? Well, over... I mean, I had a couple people, because I would explain to them how the story goes, and they and some of them had a few, shall we say, ties to it, to their church, and they were kind of, and um, they were really just like, well, that's just not possible. Of course he's the bad guy. I'm like, read the fucking book. Everyone's the hero of their own story. Uh-huh. Exactly. And yep. I, we've only seen one side of that story. Right. I mean, I, I will admit, I am a Christian, but I don't think we know the whole story. Mm. I'm... And that's why I threw that one little part in there. Um, and if you haven't read it by now, hey, spoilers. Um, Lucifer asked God for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. After he said, hey, guess what? I screwed up. Sorry. My bad. Please forgive me. And in, it, you know, and 
I'm a very non-denominational Christian type, mm-hmm. and I read, I have read, you know, the scriptures, of course, and well, God's all forgiving. All forgiving means all forgiving. All forgiving. All. So, but I did a nice little, hey, this is your penance. So, it made more sense to me. Yeah. You know, than just, you know. Too black and white, good and evil. Exactly. And the Stafford Chronicles is so not black and white, good and evil. There's, it's just gray areas all over the place. Well, yeah. I mean, even with, I mean, you know my favorite character is Luke. He is a gray area, period. He, he exists in the gray. He yeah. creates gray areas. Yes. I um, like the gray area. It makes my eyes stand out. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to go, oh my God. Like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. Totally. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, Luke, Luke does stand in the gray. Mm-hmm. Everybody stands in the gray. Yeah. His own, uh, Tom's own mother. Is a badass. She is. <laughs> if you ever met the inspiration for her, you'd be like, Ow. Okay, now I've got to ask. Who? My mom. Your mom? My, my very own mother oh, man. Is, the, is the inspiration, just because she's that much, you know. Taught, right. She taught me a lot about not being an asshole. <laughs> I learned right. most of it. So that leads into my next question. Yeah. Uh, when you create characters, do you pull them more from people that you know, people around you, or do you prefer to... Create new people, or a combination of. It's both. a very much a combination. Okay. Um, Rika Elder in book five is my editor. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get it now. Yeah, I get, makes... I get the name now. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, Luke. I, I, I just finished playing Assassin's Creed, so I needed, and I needed, you know, an ass- I wanted an assassin. So I mm-hmm. just pulled from that. That just made him French. Uh, <laughs> and what do they do? They make Assassin's Creed yep. Unity. And it's like, hey. They copied you. Totally. I know. Bastards. Uh, <laughs> Jim Butcher sues you. You sue Assassin's Creed. It'll be great. There we go. It'll be one big sue. It'll be a sue circle. <laughs> I love the pause. The pause. Wait, pause for effect. Oh, it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see, um, see, Tom, yes, admittedly, I based him on myself, mm-hmm. except much better looking. <laughs> uh, he's in much better shape than I am just because he has to be because, mm-hmm. well, the whole running away and the whole beating the hell, getting the beat hell out of, it happens. Um, Larry, Larry's whole cloth. Um, Susanna. She's whole cloth. Uh, well, she's based on old flames that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just an amalgamation of old flames. And, you know. At least with Susanna, you're not bitter. It doesn't, if you are, oh, it doesn't no, show no, through. Oh, no, no, I'm not bitter. No. It doesn't, it doesn't show through if you are, yeah, so. Yeah, I, I, I'm not bitter about it. It's just, it I mean, I, I don't say exes, I say old flames. Yeah. <laughs> When There's it, a difference between old plates and X's. Yes. <laughs> X's is like, X out of my life. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yes. <laughs> so it, it, there's a lot of, you know, there, there's a lot of, um, combina- there's a big combination. Um, but I got a lot, of, I did, I get, a, I get a lot of questions. So who's Susanna based off of? Mm-hmm. I'm like, just people. People. Yeah. <laughs> Women. You know. So, sexist. Screw you, bitch. <laughs> and for those of you listening along at home, 
Aaron just gave me the finger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I feel violated. Not yet. He's so not, in a good, not in a bad way. Yeah. I just said I feel violated. But Go continue. On. So, what's <laughs> <laughs> Just like curiously, with your villains, because we've mentioned Lucifer, and he wasn't really a villain. He wasn't, villain, a, but, he, he wasn't but, a villain at all. He was, yeah. he was the victim. Yeah. A victim. But, but that, that does make me curious, with your villains, mm-hmm. so far, who has been your favorite to come up with and to write? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a villain in the next one. <laughs> no, no, Stop no, Stop asking no, meaningful no. questions. No, no, these are good questions. Um... I like them all, uh, and all of all of them are, you know. I didn't want to make. I mean, it's really easy to make a villain the mustache twirling, you know, tie pearl pure heart to the to the mm-hmm. railroad tracks. Railroad tracks and wait for Dudley Do Right to show up. That's too easy <laughs> to write. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. And the gray the gray area, um, like Blame Game, perfect example. You had you had Shujun. Uh, the god of fire doing the heavy lifting dirty work was he the bad guy no he was just following orders it was his turn in the bucket but i had a the you know the head of the chinese mafia this old guy who might have been the bad guy but he was acting on his own reasons and then it, you know and then there's what a twist <laughs> and the and the real one shows up, and, it, and but it was like it was fun to write because I wanted that last little ha gotcha. So <laughs> that's pretty much how it went. But I, I loved it. I, I um let's see the book four was fun. Now book five, which I know you've read. I don't no, you haven't read it yet. No. Um. That that was my first time using a using a truly disposable villain. Mm-hmm. Just truly disposable. We'll never see them again. They don't don't happen anymore. They're they're not going to be around. Which was just a lot of fun to write because you can get so much stuff done when you don't need a character to survive. Mm-hmm. It'd be so evil. It is. It's like it's like I don't have to write you anymore. There's my torture victim. Who's that good little torture victim? Exactly. Die. But it was. But it was. But right. I mean, writing book five was probably the second toughest um, one. Second toughest villain that I wrote. Well, I mean, it's, it was easy, but it was hard because you can make disposable villains really uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wanted to make them interesting, and from. What you say, Gus, I I did. So, <laughs> score! Uh, yeah, that's what I look for in a villain. I look for someone, because like I said a minute ago, being the hero of your own story. Mm-hmm. A villain is the hero right. in their own story. And so you have to, in order to make them a truly good villain, you have to understand them. Right. And you have to almost like them. It's like uh, my favorite villain, my two favorite villains of all time, Maleficent and Sephiroth, Final Fantasy VII. I love Sephiroth. Okay, well... Because... Nobody's perfect. You hush. Um, Because the the thing about them is they think they're right. Right. And in a way, they are. They have been slighted. People have treated them badly. In a way, you sympathize with them. 
And and the good thing about uh, the thing about a good villain for me is it is someone you sympathize with, someone you understand, someone whose psychology you can get behind and get to. You just don't agree with them. Exactly. Or even if the reader does agree with them, the main character, the hero, needs to not agree with them. They have to... It has to make sense for them to go against each other. What's even even better, and this is just, you know, me spitballing here, is, (laughs) yes, the the, the hero can agree with the ends, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily with the means. Mm -hmm. Because, and this is... Yes, I'm about to be an idiot, but Mick Foley. Mankind, wrestler, really. He's a college. He's a college educated guy. He's a really smart mm-hmm. guy. I've read both of his autobiographies. They were hilarious. <laughs> they were and they were really well written. <laughs> if you get a chance, pick it up. It's you know they're probably in the bargain bin now, but they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. They're really actually pretty. Good. And he would do. He would play heel quite often, and his whole his whole thought process was, you know. Because he would play heel, he, he wanted a heel that people would be like, "Wow, okay, this is pretty cool." And then you know, people were cheering for him even when he was doing the heel. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's the kind of character you want. And I'm seeing, yeah. And and the reason I kind of at at Saffroth was <laughs> was he his the whole right wrong thing. Yeah, but it it was very it was a very. JRPG. Well, it's weirdness. a video game. It's a video I mean, game, but but I will go. Uh, let me, we'll make it. What would be good? Um, I'm gonna go with Fallout Three. Okay. The present John. The uh, uh, spoilers, folks. If you haven't played it by now, not my problem. Uh, <laughs> the president is a computer program. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that he's right. What he's doing, it it thinks what it's doing is right. Killing everybody. It's done its calculations. It's done the calculations. It's sense. Exactly. It's cold. And you can agree with it, but you can't go through with it. Well, yeah. all right, you can if you're. You can just, agree with the philosophy, but the execution. Right. The is, ends do not justify the means. Mm-hmm. Like unless com- you're playing an unless like, you're an evil run through, then you know, hey, like communism looks good on paper, works mm-hmm. in theory. Yeah, so, well, that's <laughs> that's any governmental system, oh, but yeah. Yeah. Po- uh, politics aside, <laughs> quickly, <laughs> hold Run! on, oh, hard, oh, hard turn, okay, but, Terry, where the hell were we? I have no idea, something oh, yes. about believable villains. Believable villains, thank you. <laughs> Derailed. Where's Wait, Dudley, where's Dudley do right now? He ran over Pearl Pure Heart. Uh, <laughs> Because he's a dumbass. Yeah, well, you know. But um, sorry, Canadians. Oh, <laughs> they'll be they'll be sending you a strongly worded letter anytime now. But and probably a free donut as well. Ooh, donuts. <laughs> we, we, but, didn't like, we didn't like what you said. Sorry. <laughs> but believable villains, and that's where I, you know, I, I definitely, you definitely need to have some kind of believability. Even if you're writing, high, whether you're writing high fantasy, hard science fiction, soft science fiction, science fantasy, superheroes, superheroes, whatever you need for for a good villain. I mean, Lex Luthor. Nobody gives a shit about him anymore. No, he's not a good villain. It's anymore. cut and dry, black mm-hmm. and white. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need he more had, complexity. He needs now. he he needs to prove he's smarter than everybody else in the room. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations, you are. 
shut up. Nobody cares anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to kill the entire United States, then we have a problem. But it's too one-dimensional. Yeah. Exactly. But. So obviously there's still going to be at least one more book in Stafford. Oh, no, there's not going to be just one more. Book. Well, I knew I said I could say at, at least. least. Uh, we're looking probably about nine more. I am totally okay with this. <laughs> and but... now, if the reason why it's going to be nine more. Um, what I've written so far, but actually in what the seventh book, which hopefully will be out, <laughs> knocking on wood, will be out by the end of the year. Sweet. Um, it's the end of the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's because I, I, I read a lot, because like Dresden, mm-hmm. uh, going back to Dresden, please don't sue me. Uh, <laughs> but Dresden, you're dropped, uh, first book, you're dropped in a new world. Storm, and Stormfront was a brilliantly written novel. Yes. But you're dropped into this world you know nothing about. You know Chicago exists, you know, all right, so he's this wizard. Okay, we can roll with that. He's got a lot of, Baggage, shall we say, and and yes, in successive books he's exploring that, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of there's just, really no big info dump, right? And I'm not doing that info dump. I'm just doing the lead up mm-hmm. because book six change. Well, book five changed a lot. Book six changes everything, and book seven is showing the aftermath. Okay. Book eight is is pretty much a whole whole new. Whole new world. <laughs> it's a whole new world. Okay, that's a shade. It's not a magic carpet. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's a whole. It is a whole new world, and when and part and I'm going to introduce a lot of that with an anthology, hopefully out this summer, featuring none other. There you go, featuring <laughs> short stories by none other than Gus Grappin. Yeah, I wrote something in the staff reverse, and it freaks me out. And it was awesome. There it were days awesome. of, I get, to, I get, to, I get, to, I, 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 he asked me to, I get, to, I get to play in somebody else's universe. Yee! Me just in the, okay. I, I squeed. He squeed. Sit down. I heard it from where I was, and I was a few hundred miles away. Yeah. Um. Also, my also uh, Erica Pryor is going to be doing um, doing one, and I'm gonna probably do the the final two. Which is going to be interesting, and it's going it's going to show this is how this is how the world is now. Mm-hmm. This is a this is two a two year later info dump. Mm. So it's the lead up and the aftermath, and then we move into book seven, best serve cold. I I <laughs> what, <laughs> like the title. Nice. What will th- whatever will this be about? I have dinner. No idea. Yes, dinner. Ice cream. Gazpacho. Mm. Gazpacho. Consomme. Gazpacho. Ah! I don't. I don't have a poncho. Yeah, you, well, you did at Disney World. Ah! Cold soup. <laughs> cold soup. Cold, cold, cold soup. soup. Yes. But anyway, bloopers. Click click. <laughs> but what we're doing. But what 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 it is? Like I said, it's the end of the beginning. Books eight through fifteen, sixteen, depending on how long this, how long these stories go. That's 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 it. That's the world. That's going to be from the begin from the end of the beginning to the end. 
You've learned who this person is and what they do. Now, right. and why? Here's the but why they do? Mm-hmm. That's that's the important thing. Yes. Why they defined do. him? Yes. Mm-hmm. He, and and oh, there's you know there's going to be there's not everybody's going to make it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this right now. We've already seen. One, I've already. Hey, I've already killed one one off. Mm-hmm. I'll kill more. But see, to me, that's the, the mark story. of a good author. You're not afraid to kill people off. Yeah. And, because your characters in the kind of story where that you write in this kind of genre, if you're not afraid, you're going to lose someone. There's never a sense of danger. Right. Mm-hmm. There's never a sense of suspense. If authors don't at least maim a character every now and then, or put them in an irreversible coma or something, it there's there's no urgency. Why, or there's no reason to care. Why do you think everybody loses a hand? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but you lose a hand. Hey, oh no! I yeah. get a, I get, I get a me, cyborg hand. Yay! Yeah, to, to me, that's just the cheap out. It's like I can't hurt this character. Oh well, fine. I'll get make him lose a hand. But that's the most danger they're ever in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a cop out. You, you need to really be afraid, and I like that you're going that route. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, like I said, people will die. Of course, it makes you cry. Oh, well, the end of book five. I was, I was, I was messed up for a couple of days after that. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Like Game of Thrones messed up. Yeah, I, I think I think he wanted to write me a nasty gram. Oh, no, good no, you. no! It was in the best possible way because I, it was totally unexpected. Because yeah. you do get the sense of, well, this is the main character. You know, so and so's got to be safe, and then right. you completely just dashed everything beyond that first expectation, just on the rocks of my soul. Why? And <laughs> wow, I was, well, I was holy speechless. Shit. I mean, I just I couldn't fathom. I was like, holy crap, where is he going from here now? It's it, it, and to recover from that, yes, and continue to write. Yeah, that's the challenge. I, I, I have no problem telling you. I, I, I had tears when I was writing that because mm-hmm. these are people I love. Mm-hmm. They're your babies. Yeah. Well, no, they're not. No, these are not babies. No, I, babies. I, I view characters more as colleagues. I, in a way. As colleagues, the, I'm. I, I look at myself as nothing more than a glorified stenographer. Mm-hmm. They're telling me the story. They're saying, this is what happened. And I'm like, yeah, right. Get Voices in your head. Yeah. You're writing and all of a sudden it starts doing something you weren't planning. It's like, would you stop that? And, I was, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't plan anything now. I'm like, all right, I have a, this is where the story begins. This point is where the story ends. And the shit between. That's just laid on me, bro. Yeah. But I do, uh, but I do have a lot of, I do have a few surprises left. A lot of surprises. Um, like I said, people are going to die. And not just people. And we'll go from there. Oh, it's, it's going... It's Edge going, of cliff! <laughs> hovering! Press! Press with me! Hey, sorry, my foot went in your ass! <laughs> Home screen. Well, you bounce pretty good. Oh! <laughs> bounces. Of course, I do. I've got padding. <laughs> there we go. We're gonna move on from that. Uh, so, I'm gonna start wrapping this up. Yeah, sorry. So, no, it's all good. So, uh, other than Stafford stuff coming out, what else are you working on? Oh, all right. So, you know, I was on um, Roundtable podcast again, sir. Jerk. Hey, 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 hey. I was only on. It was the last minute. Though. I know, but and it was. We, oh, but that was such a good episode. I know that he made me sound so much more competent than I actually am. Do you think I have problems talking now? I was like, hey, it's good. 
I've been on the RTP. I understand. Yeah, and I—I I mean, it was—it was Dave, it was uh, Lauren, and it was Jilly Dreadful, who is a yes. Who I who think she's is here. I got to give her a hug <laughs> because she is a fantastic lady. She's the absolute in, absolute antonym of her name. Uh-huh. I finished the sentence, Aaron. <laughs> you had to really work on it, though. Shut up. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go see, I gotta give her up. But, um, the, that superhero novel I'm looking at, it's gonna be interesting. I've got, you know, I've got some resources that I can use to work, work it a little bit. Work it, work it. Exactly. Um, (laughs) I've got a military sci-fi novel that, Mm. you know, not hard sci-fi at all. (laughs) Yeah. Softcore. Yeah, very softcore, yes. No bush. And... (laughs) Yes, I, here we go. We hate it. <laughs> or as I like to call it, my theme song. Go on. Go on, yes. <laughs> I'm stealing that from you. you be my guest. You know, <laughs> Is that an end of the beginning? I love that. Yeah. I love that phrase. Um, and it's a, uh, I mean, it's a military, like I said, military sci-fi uh, that is a drawer novel that's fully a dozen years old, at least a dozen years old. Um... A possible steampunk alternate universe type thing, Ooh. just because. Um, but that's on that's way on the back burner because mm. I have so much. I, I need to like, I, I do. I need to kidnap T and Pip and just say, "Tell me everything steampunk I now." Know, right. Well, just plug it into my yeah. brain. I will learn it. You know. Downloading. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But they, um, but th- that's that's three years. Mm-hmm. And of course, and after this one, after this, after book seven of the Chronicles, uh, the Chronicles will go yearly rather than twice yearly. Sorry to my pairs and pairs of fans. That's, that's what there. you gotta do. But right. if what comes out is is heavier material, well, yes, yeah. you know it, it's bigger now, it's different yeah. now. It's it, it, it's understandable. It would take more time yeah. to produce that. Yeah, do mean, it right. Yeah, and uh, and also it's more. I want to have like. Non Stafford, Stafford, non Stafford, Stafford. Yeah. And then, you know, when I hit, you know, 15, 16, 20, yeah, I hope, mm-hmm. um, you know, volume 20, then I can go, okay, you know, because I already have the end. So I'm not worried about that. Oh, that's mean. I know. <laughs> I know. You're like George R.R. R. Martin. No, I know how No, no, that. I actually finished my books. Mm. <clears throat> go on. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I put out six books in three six books in three years, and you can't put out. You have a TV show that's one of the most popular things in the world, and you're just not gonna. And you're just like, oh my god, I can't. Exactly. To be fair, it could be like the way Pat Rothfuss writes. Have you read Name of the Wind? I have not. Okay, that book sings. First of all, it's massive. It is that thing is a tome. But he scrutinizes every single word until he is absolutely certain that is the right word. I mean, to the point where there is a rhythm to these books. Which is why that it took him, I don't know how forever long, to do Name of the Wind. And then forever again to do Wise Men's Fear. No idea when the third book's coming out, but I am just waiting for it. Because I know that... Fourth season of Sherlock. Yeah, it's like as far as... Which is coming out. It's like, as long as I have to wait for that, I don't care. Because right. I know the thing's going to be quality. I'm not saying that yours isn't quality, because it is. Oh, no, mine... mine but people write that, differently. Right, right. You, I, and I, I agree with that. 
Martin's just a jerk. Yeah, he's a little it, jerk about it. it. He's like, I'll finish when I feel like it. And I'm like, no. You, you write, if you have people who want your, who want to read your stuff, you don't just say, I'll get to when I feel like it. Because then you're treating your readers like, yes. you don't care. They're the cash cow. Yeah, it's like, oh, you give me money, I give you words. No, you, we don't do that. A lot of people, I'm not going to say everybody, but quite a few of the people I have met who, who write, they don't do it for the money. You do it for the money, you might as well stand on a street corner. Yep. Yeah. Yes, you need to feed your family. Yes, you need to feed yourself. You know, yes, you need to pay your it's bills. Like, of course, that's always a priority. That's, it, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice priority. But yeah, the driving force is we write because we have to. Mm-hmm. Because something in our minds, our psyches, our DNA, whatever belief you have, is that we write because we have to. It's organic. It. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's exactly organic. I, if I didn't write, I'd probably be bouncing off the walls. Yeah. And and you'd probably be six feet under. I would a lot. That's the other place yeah, I probably would I mean, be. Yeah. But it's... we'll get joining graves. It'll be okay, John. Yeah. yeah that well, was, okay, that wasn't creepy at all. We're gonna move on from that. Walker, yeah. who's like a zombie, and you're like my last name means grave digger. So hey, so so you will both be zombies, and I'll be the cleric. So, so, so how are you? How's that weather system? <laughs> so, uh, so where can anybody find you on the interwebs? Oh, you can find me on Facebook, the Book of Faces. Yes, and you can see my my charming face. Um, you can hit uh, WalkersEdgePublishing.net as a um, for my blog, which I really, really need to work on <laughs> and actually post stuff there. Um, but usually I'm on the book on on the book of face. Um, I'm on Twitter, Walker eight seventy five. That's me. Ah. <laughs> um, and the good thing is, book of face goes to Twitter and life goes on. Uh, where else can I be found on the interwebs? Uh, definitely not Pornhub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, but I was thinking it. Now, now everybody's gonna go look. <laughs> I was I was young and I needed the money, but now I write because I I have to. <laughs> but that's where I can be. But I can be found. And where can we get your books? Amazon. Um, I actually found myself. I actually found stuff at BarnesandNoble.com. I sh- myself. Yes. Oh, <laughs> cool. But it's like it's like book two, three, four. Book one's nowhere to be found. Book five, no, I don't get it. But whatever. That works. But Amazon's the best place to do it. And I also can ship them out. Why not? So you have that Twitter now. Uh-huh. <laughs> or just come to Balticon. Come to Balticon. He will bring you things. I will bring I I will sell I will sell you my books and I might I might buy you a drink. Alright. Yeah. All right, John. Well, thank you very much. Oh, no, 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 no. Thank you, really. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Look, you son of a bitch. Thank you. You leave my mother out of this. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine, you silly one. <laughs> Wench. Well, that was fun. <laughs> you gotten through the fan mail yet? No. You sure? God, this is anthrax. That's funny. I didn't know Anthrax made blue flame. Cool. So since it's a mid-month episode, and I'm hosting this by myself, 
I think you know what I'm about to offer you next, right? If you don't, it's probably because you're new, and if you're new, hi! Welcome! But you know what? Nah, I'm gonna give you a promo. Enjoy! Hi there! I am Nobilis Reed, the creator and host of the Nobilis Erotica podcast, and I'd like you to listen to my show. Uh, just me telling you that might not be very convincing, so... I got a few of my friends to record some reasons why you should listen to the Nobilis Erotica podcast. This is A.F. Grappen from the Melting Podcast. The Nobilis Erotica podcast delivers what it promises. It is a podcast and it is full of erotica to the point where I had to stop listening because my only podcast listening to time is at work. And that just was not a good combination. So, yeah, that's nice. But I wanted reasons why... You should listen. I just can't listen to it because the other toll booth operators think I'm getting turned on by sweaty quarters and truck exhaust. Oh, okay, okay. I'm clearly, um, not getting... Nobila Serotica is really good, but I just can't listen to it because when I do, I get a tingly sensation in my loins. and I work in the morgue, and that's just wrong. Uh, okay. Um, all right then. Fine. The Nobilis Erotica Podcast. Not safe for work. Even in headphones. And now that I've officially promoted someone else, you know, promoted, promo, abbreviation. I get it. Well, I guess if one person gets it, that's enough. <laughs> it's time for us to, I guess, demote ourselves. There's a whole lot of tomfoolery that goes on in the disaster kitchen that you generally don't get to hear. We tend to put forward quite polished works of audio art, if I say so myself. Yeah, that's not how we actually sound when we're doing things. So, for your listening pleasure, here is it. Offering of our botched recipes. Okay, this is episode <clears throat> 14. Okay, the microphone's over here. <laughs> and it begins. My name's Joey, Mom. and I like to throw up in toilets. <laughs> I get to say the word urine. <laughs> Thanks, Martin. <laughs> Mr. Spurnow. You're bad people. I don't want the clicker. I don't want the clicker. Make the damn clicker. Not pet Cersei. Make her pet Cersei. Pet Cersei with both hands. Joaquin got the regret potion. The bludgers who's left more destruction and tragedy in his wake than anyone in Cabaret. What? Oh. There's a very good reason I'm not allowed to record right now, just so you know. I'm going to make sure that AF and Aaron... Ah, dang it. Sorry. We're sitting right here, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go make sure that AF and Aaron remain on the road to recovery. So in the meantime, sit down at your kitchen table, whip something out, and go feed the masses. How about you whip something up? Yeah. Instead of whipping it out. <laughs> <laughs>
And now play on. Oh. I can't figure out what, like, hi or hello, my brain won't decide. Okay, I'm going to start asking some questions to answer as quickly as you can. Romeo or Juliet? Romeo. Um, what would you, which would you rather have, chocolate milk or vanilla milk? Chocolate milk. Uh, which would you rather do, ride a bus or ride a plane? Plane. Hello or hi? Hello. Okay, then. That worked. <laughs> I can't believe that, that actually worked. worked. Phoebe, you're a genius. Yeah. Watch Friends. Do it. Because that's our episode. Bye. I have trouble saying Magus. I want to say Magus. Because magic. Magus. Just... Yeah. Anyway. You just say Magus. Magus. Yo. Told you I'm pimping. <laughs> Look at us pimping. And as the runaway daughter of a pro- Damn it. <laughs> she ladled out a pit- Ladled out. Ladled out. Little little lady who. I don't want to say that word. <laughs> she ladled out a- I can't even say it anymore. It makes me laugh. There's my word. Yay! She ladled out a- <laughs> There's a picture of water. My boobs. Damn it. I'm AF. So? (laughs) Insert witty response here. I am so not on my A game right now. I'm BF Grappin. This is... Supposed to be a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Ow! Fist bumps aren't supposed to hurt. La 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 la. Yeah. This is Why did you point at your head? (laughs) 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 Oh, that's your middle finger. Hello, middle finger. (laughs) There you go. I said something. I'm AF. Okay, well, you're going to have to do that again because I was still talking. Are you done talking now? I'm AF. Here's a story. Listen to it with your ears. Or with your butts. That could be interesting. Butts don't have ears. You'd be surprised. Considering our pimpage, we would... <laughs> oh my God. I can't. Now I'm prepared for it, so I won't do that again. Considering our pimpage... I lied. <laughs> I lied. I'm so lied. <laughs> Considering our pimpage, <laughs> I can't even go on after that. I was just waiting. Okay, okay, you okay. You have to go on living without me. <laughs> the satisfaction and warmed wa- warmed water. There's there's no warmed, just warm. It's just warm. It's not warmed. It's warm. Ah. Ladled. <laughs> Ladled. <laughs> so this is going to kind of be a little bit of a farewell to our old way of doing things. Which yeah, it's really not going to change all that much. But what the hell gonna kind of be a little bit of a (laughs) I have no idea what I just said. How many descriptives can you put in there? All of them. (laughs) Pimpage. (laughs) Yo, yo. Yo, dog. Pimping all peeps, yo. So now if all those word whores will just send us their words. Oh, my God. (laughs) We're pimping stuff.
Yeah, that's different. Word sluts? That's even worse. <laughs> no, no, no. They're... Word ladies of the evening? <laughs> Word Roxanne's? Word bimbos? Will you stop it? We're pimping. That doesn't mean that they have to be bad. Shut up, baby. I know it. I shall do this paragraph again. She shared it. She shared it. She shared it. She shared it with her fellow freelance hunters. The pikemen. Now I, now I can't say anything. Ah! He wouldn't even tell her where he had inquired. Inquired. What? What? Hello, Spear. Can I ask you <laughs> Shut up. We have to find Joaquin before he does harm. <laughs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> She took a pauldron, which was etched with a soaring eagle, and carried it out. Carried it out. Carried it out. Carried it out. Each time she came close to con contemplating. Really? Completing. It's completing, not contemplating. Wow. Dyslexia is bad tonight. All right. Enough. Ah. All right, folks. Well, there you go. There's our botched recipes. I hope you enjoyed them. As you can tell, we have entirely too much fun with what we're doing here in the Disaster Kitchen. So if you want to send us stuff so that we can make stuff and give you stuff to listen to and more stuff that's fun like these botched recipes, then you should probably go and check out our prompts. You can find them on our website and listen to any of our past episodes. You'd probably have the best luck with our most recent episode if you want to know the current prompts, but... You know, you might be a rebel. That's okay. We love you anyway. So check out our prompts. Check out our past episodes. And as always, send us stuff and we'll use it to feed the masses. Thank you for listening to The Melting Podcast. You can check out our website with submission guidelines and current prompts at themeltingpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Melting Podcast. Or you could email us themeltingpodcast at gmail.com The Melting Podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial no derivatives license which means you're free to copy it and share it as long as you don't change it, don't sell it and always link back to the website Sound effects are by the Free Sound Project And our theme is by Drew Rich Creek. Send us stuff! stuff.